Hello and welcome back everybody to the Cross Point Church Scripture Podcast. It's your host, Pastor Josiah, so glad to be with you. Looking forward to another opportunity to get into the scriptures together so that we can grow uh, deeper in our relationship with God and just grow more familiar with the vast landscape of scripture. Um, It's not something that happens overnight. We have to be dedicated to it, dedicate ourselves to it and uh, make sure to make it a daily discipline. And then we need the help of um, all the teachers and things that we can get. And that's all that Crosspoint Scripture Podcast is aiming to do. We just want to play uh, a role in the overall program that God has you in to get yourself into Scripture, okay? So this certainly won't replace your daily reading of Scripture. This is actually meant to point you to it and help you with it and support you in it, okay? And that would mean... A lot to us to know that that's what we've done. All right, today we go to Psalm 77. Love the Psalms for prayer, for meditation, for worship. Um, They've just been good for me. Um, Yeah, I think the Psalms have taught me more about expressing my own worship to God using these words um, than almost anything else I can think of. And so let's go now together to Psalm 77. Uh, If you're just listening along, then I will be reading from the ESV. If you have your own Bible there with you, we're going to be in verses 11 and 12. Psalm 77, verses 11 and 12. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. All right? So it's actually two verses, which is fine with us. Um, we believe that the verse of the day is just a starting point here on Crosspoint Scripture. And sometimes one verse isn't enough to get you started. You need two here. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. Now, let's not forget context-wise, in the larger context, the Psalms are for the people of Israel. It's their heritage. It's their psalm book it's their worship material given to them inspired by the holy spirit written by david and then a host of others some of whom don't identify themselves let me look at the top scene if there's a yeah here is asaph another uh, author that's credited with quite a few psalms and so um, this is their book and so this would be primarily to that audience the people of israel would be thinking about the deeds of the lord and his wonders of old I'm betting if you have any familiarity with the scripture at all, you would know one of them, which is um, when they were slaves in Egypt, God raised up Moses and used him as his person to cause Pharaoh to free his people, Israel. And when they were freed from their bondage and of slavery in Egypt and God miraculously helped them uh, cross the Red Sea on dry ground, uh, that was something they remembered for the rest of their time, and it's often rehearsed throughout Scripture as, you know, let's think about what God has already done for us. Now, right off the bat, I'd say this is um, not as a familiar process for us as modern Christians as it should be. At least that's my experience. I'm sure some of you out there are an exception to the rule, but being a what's happening tomorrow, what's new, what has God done for me lately type people has been a, uh, a weakness of ours, I think, in the American church. And I'll just speak for, you know, Crosspoint here and in, and in my own life. 
it's a weakness of mine. Just wondering, cause there's a good, there's a good part to God is the God who makes all things new. Um, don't look back to tomorrow. I wonder what he's going to do. I mean, don't look back to yesterday. I wonder what are you, what is he going to do tomorrow? I'm looking for a fresh work of the Holy spirit. Okay. Those things are not wrong. They're attested to in scripture, but sometimes I think we have a one, uh, maybe a little bit too, um, lot lopsided because God has done great things. Uh, not only has he done great things that are recorded in scripture for us that we should rehearse often to build our faith and to help us understand God's character more, but also in our own lives. Uh, a lot of us lose touch, or and again, I'll, I'll make it personal. I lose touch um, with some of the great things that God has done for me in my life, and what that leads to is um, a lack of faith, um, a dull, uh, my love and, and passion for the Lord begin to dull down. Um, it bring, it gives worldliness a lot of power in my life, and it starts a, a big strain of ingratitude, feeling sorry for myself. I start to notice that in my life when I forget all that the Lord has done for me. And so Psalm 77 plays that part. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your wonders of old. I will ponder all your work and meditate on your mighty deeds. And a lot of these deeds are not things that happen to us. So, for instance, I know my mom's testimony how she got saved. And I'm so glad I do because it, 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 it didn't involve me. And, uh, she got saved before I was born. And it's just neat to hear about, um, the work of God in someone's life who I knew and respected and loved and to be able to reflect on what God has done for them. And then as a pastor, I get to hear, and especially in my celebrate recovery group that I'm a part of on Thursday nights, I get to hear, um, the testimonies of so many and their treasures to me. I mean, it just gives so much strength to my faith. All right, let's broaden out this scripture a little bit and see if um, the psalmist, let's see if Asaph has anything particular in mind or, or where he goes with this, okay? Because 11 and 12 are the, just the beginning of this stanza here that goes through verse 15. So let's look a little um, deeper and see what happens. You are the God who works wonders. You have made known your might among the peoples. All right, that's important there. You, with your arm, redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. Okay, <laughs> I love this. All right, so first of all, important where he says, you have made known your might among the people. So God's work was meant to, get, to show people who he was. Yes, his own people, Israel, but also onlookers, uh, the nations who don't know him. And they were supposed to witness his mighty works and learn something about him. We as Christians should be very familiar with this because um, Jesus came to redeem his people, Israel, and to call to himself his 12 disciples and then more followers. And then when the church was born on the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, that Holy Spirit was poured out on that church and already gathered 3,000 children of Israel from around the known world at that time. And from there, they went out eventually to the Gentiles and and to the far ends of the earth. And God's work that he's done, his might in each one of our individual lives, is supposed to let the world know who God is. He signs each life with his signature in the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. And then uh, that ink glows in the dark, so to speak, um, as it's illuminated by the presence and the work of the Holy Spirit in each human uh, heart and in our character and in our personality. And so whenever we are looking back at um, God's wonders and works, look in the mirror. <laughs> if you know Christ, 
Uh, look in the mirror. Look what he's done to redeem your life and what he is doing in your life. And then let it show. Other people are supposed to see it. Some will be mad, especially if it brings into question their way of life. But that's what recounting the wonders of God is for. All right. And then the last detail here in verse 15. You with your arm redeemed your people, the children of Jacob and Joseph. And those names are, that's name dropping, <laughs> but done for a good purpose. Um, those names are connected to the great deeds of the Lord that were being talked about here. So, for instance, Jacob, you remember he fell asleep and saw a ladder reaching from the place he was into heaven with angels going up and down it. Um, you know, then he wakes up and says, oh, this I didn't realize that this was the dwelling place of God. Also, Jacob uh, is saved multiple times. You know, he tries to manipulate Laban, his uncle, and manipulate his brother Esau and manipulate all these situations until finally he even has a wrestling match with God himself or an angel of the Lord, depending on which way you want to go with it. Until he finally understands um, that God is the one who's been taking care of him and working these wonders in his life, not Jacob. And his name is, is changed to Israel, and that's where the people of Israel get their name. And then we remember Joseph, kidnapped by his brothers, sent dreams from God about uh, the height that God was going to raise him to. Um, jealous brothers threw him in a pit and sold him into slavery in Egypt, where God intended him for to end up the entire time. And God raised him to leadership as he said he would. And Save not only the Egyptian people, but his own people, Israel, from uh, a great famine that came upon the world. And that's how the Israelites got to Egypt in the first place, and so on. So these great wonders are encoded in mentioning these names, Jacob and Joseph. And of course, you can always go back to Genesis, Exodus to check out their stories and to rehearse for yourself these great wonders that God has um, done in his people. All right, guys, great episode. Um, so much here, am I right? <laughs> That's just one stanza of Psalm 77. So the whole thing, of course, uh, bears reading and praying your way through. And it's it actually, it's a really good one. I'm kind of scanning here and it's a good one. Uh, Psalm 77. But um, can we see Christ in these verses? We already talked about how. So the most public display of God's mighty works that, uh, you know, hunt, well, hundreds, I got to be careful here. Lot, let's put it this way, lots and lots of generations of people have looked back upon the great deed that God did in his son, Jesus Christ, um, his life, his death, his resurrection. Lots of people have looked back on it now and been changed by it. And by looking back and saying, what God is great like our God? You are the God who works wonders like Jesus. You have made known your might among the peoples through your son, Jesus Christ. Okay, that's our story. That's the gospel. All right. Wonderful. All right, guys, we'll see you next time.